Hey everybody, welcome to episode 114 of the Metal Detecting Show podcast. My name is Kieran, and I have been metal detecting now for 30 years. This week, I can't believe it's come around again for the third time. This is my top five beginner metal detectors for 2022. And there might be a few surprises on the list. So let's get on with the show. Hey everyone, before we start, I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and I hope you enjoy the show this week. But before we begin, I want to give you the following information. If you want to give me feedback or interact with the show, please reach out to me on Twitter at Detecting The or Instagram at The Metal Detecting Podcast. If you want to pop me an email, pop it to Kieran at TheMetalDetectingShow.com. And if you'd like to leave me a voicemail, you can do so on speakpipe.com forward slash the metal detecting show. The link is in the show notes. If you'd like to buy me a coffee, you can do so on buy me a coffee forward slash metal detecting. And lastly, and most importantly, if you like this content, please don't hesitate to tell your friends and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hey everybody, thanks for joining me this week. I hope you got out and got lucky. This week, we're going to talk about something we talk about every year and that's my top five beginner metal detectors what do i class as a beginner metal detector well something that comes in under 500 bucks something that has a full feature set however doesn't have the price tag to match the high end of the scale with the advent of the legend coming out the new manticore on the way the ds2 all these simultaneous multi-frequency machines i thought it wise to reiterate what my top five beginner metal detectors would be now this is in no particular order and if you feel i've left something off the list please reach out to me via kieran at the metal detecting show.com so let's get started with the list before we get into the list just to clarify this is the best beginner detector that you can get for under 500 bucks now that doesn't mean that there isn't a lesser detector a part of the same series. For example, you have the Vanquish, the 340, the 440, and 540. And to start, the MindLab Vanquish 540, which is the, I suppose, the, the top model on that scale, but still coming under 500 bucks, right? So, listen, the MindLab Vanquish 540, it's a perfect start. It's the only machine on the list that has simultaneous multi-frequency. It's all-terrain. It has four modes, park, field, beach, and custom. However, it only comes with four nickel metal hydride batteries, which takes about eight hours to charge, but you get 11 hours detecting with it. It does come Bluetooth enabled. However, it only comes with wired headphones. It does rock the 12 inches by nine inches double D coil, which I like. However, the coil is only waterproof to one meter. And if you look at the marketing blurb, that would be misleading because you have to read further to understand that the Hole detector isn't waterproof to one meter. It's only the coil. The control box is water resistant. However, it's only water resistant with the rain cover. It does come, however, with a warranty of three years. And if you have any experience with MindLab customer service, you know that this is very good. It is an entry level machine. It is an introduction into simultaneous multi-frequency. It's rock solid build quality compared to the Knox. But hazard to say, probably even better than the Knox build quality. Because, I mean, that crutch shaft on the Knox is still pissing me off. So, um, yeah, so the Vanquish would be a good entry level into simultaneous multi-frequency or multi-IQ, as they call it. Next on the list, and probably the most popular selling detector in the last couple of years, 
Yeah, I think you know what which one this is. It's the Nocta Macro Simplex. These come in around $300 for the basic model. I own this one myself. It's a great conductivity-based detector, a great machine at a great price. Like I said, $299. It is waterproof to 3 meters. It has five modes, field, park one, park two, beach, and all metal. We'll get onto the beach mode down in a minute. Does come with vibration and a torch for underwater detecting, which I did like. It has a separate iron volume adjustment. It's enabled to use 2.4 gigahertz Wi-Fi headphones. However, the $299 model doesn't come with this. You have to get the Pro model, which is $399. If you ask me, that's a little bit expensive for uh, a cheap set of Wi-Fi headphones. Um, you may be better off getting the $299 and buying a third-party Wi-Fi headphones. It does have a feature called Frequency Shift to get rid of EMI, which I never really had to use. Um, it does come with a LiPo battery and is software upgradable. However, as you remember from Delec's interview, there's no more updates coming out for this great machine. However, do I have any caveats with the Simplex? It's not for wet beaches, if you ask me. It tends to chatter, requiring you to adjust your sensitivity right down. But if beaches aren't your thing and you you don't need a simultaneous multi-frequency machine, then this could be the detector for you. Build quality is rock solid. I would even say even better than the Vanquish. And then up next, we have the Fisher F22. Now, this has been on my list for the last three years. I've only used one once uh, on a loaner, but I can understand how it maintains a five-star review. It is a simple, basic detector for 250 bucks. It's on everybody's list, so I'm surprised I don't actually hear of more beginners starting out with it. I mean, at 250 bucks, it's a great detector. Tagged as, you know, waterproof, so it doesn't give any IP68 rating or depth rating. So I would take that waterproof moniker as ominous or with a pinch of salt. It does require two AA batteries to run, so very simple detector. But however, they give you about 30 hours of operation. It does have adjustable iron audio. It does have an iron icon. Uh, I always laugh at some simple detectors that have uh, an icon as a feature. And the next one was a nine-segment visual ID. So essentially a nine-segment LCD screen. Like I said, it is a very basic detector. It has four modes, jewelry, coin, artifact, and custom. It does have a pinpoint mode. It comes with a nine-inch concentric coil, something which you need to be aware of around the detection zone on coils. Maybe I'll do an episode again on coils sometime in the future. Fisher were very specific on this, operates at a frequency of 7.69 kilohertz, which would be great for large silver. But I just, I, you know, why didn't they say 8 kilohertz or 7 kilohertz around it? Um, you know, usually they're very specific on that. Listen, it's a beginner, but a rock solid beginner machine. Now, at that price point of $250 or $250, bucks, I'd be hard to recommend it when the Simplex is only 40 bucks more expensive. So, you know, although it is a great machine and it is on everybody's list and including my own and has is highly reviewed, five star reviewed across the web. I would find it hard to recommend the F22 anymore, considering that the Simplex is only 40 bucks more expensive and the Simplex is a far more rounded machine for the money. And then up next, we have the Quest Q30. Very little content about the Quest Q30 online. So. Quest, if you're listening, send me one. I'll put up some videos on it. <laughs> yeah, Quest Q30, the silent killer of a detector. We never hear anything about it. Very few videos, like I said. I would recommend this if you need a fully waterproof detector. 
This is actually rated for IP68. So that means it's fully submersible to five meters. It's fully wireless. Four modes, park, field, beach, and gold, which gold has four separate programs. It has adjustable sensitivity. It has a backlight, USB, LiPo, chargeable battery, auto ground balance, and manual ground balance for that matter. It comes with an 11 by 9 DD coil, double D coil. Has a flashlight built in, target depth. Renowned for its super fast response, so it would be great in trashy sight. And has its own app, if you like that sort of thing. Apparently, programming is, is a little complex, but a great detector that does exactly what it says in the tin. Pointed note, although coming in at 399 bucks, the package does include wireless headphones, a finds pouch, and the most important thing, a hat. So, you know, it's good value for money for 399 bucks. And finally, on the list, just squeaking under the 500 at 499 bucks if you include the wireless headphones, and that's the Garrett Ace Apex. Advertised as multi-frequency, but I want to put it out there. It's not simultaneous multi-frequency. It has an ability to search with different frequencies, which is essentially multi-frequency, but they're not all searching at the same time simultaneously. So if you're looking for a multi-frequency machine, and thinking it's the same as a simultaneous multi-frequency machine, then the Apex, I'm afraid, is not for you if you're looking for a simultaneous multi-frequency machine. Those frequencies are both are 5, 10, 15, and 20. Um, it's got six detection modes, all US-based, so all around US clad coins, silver dollars, relics, very US-centric UI on the Apex. Maybe that's why it hasn't done so well in Europe. However, for the money, you get a lot of features. High resolution ground balance, lipo ion batteries, 15 hours of use, micro USB, sensitivity and depth adjustments. Comes with the Z-Link built-in wireless tech. Now, this is probably why it's on my list. The Z-Link wireless technology is maybe the best implementation of wireless technology on metal detectors out there, which claims to be up to six times faster than normal Bluetooth. The last update was November 21. This is a US-centric relic hunter. It is not for the beach. And I don't want to shit on it because it is on my list. It's one of the best beginner detectors you can get out there. Purely based on the feature set and that Z-Link wireless technology for the headphones. But if you want to buy American, then this is the one to go for. Now, I know that this list was in no particular order and you're going to ask me to pick one. And if I only wanted the simultaneous multi-frequency feature, my choice would go to the Vanquish. However, I do believe MindLab sacrificed a lot of quality to get the multi IQ into a beginner level detector. So quality around the feature sets, it's very basic outside of the multi IQ frequency. So disregarding multi IQ, I would have to say it would be a toss up between the Simplex and the Quest Q30. However, maybe because I own the Simplex and I know it's not great on the beach and I'm primarily a beach detectorist, I might be swayed to go for the Q30 simply because of the wet sand mode and all the customizable modes. Listen, if you're starting out detecting, you will experience a certain level of snobbery around your beginner detector. You will go out in the field and you'll see, oh, you should have the Knox, or you should have the Legend, or you should have blah, 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 or you should spend a thousand euro or a thousand dollars on your detector. And listen, disregard that opinion all these detectors on this list will set you up for success when you're beginning the hobby the reason i do this list is i do not want to see people buying toy detectors thinking that 
it's going to be good enough for them on the field. I've even seen adults buying detectors that were geared towards children, thinking it was going to help them to be successful when starting the hobby. That's not to say you need to spend 500 bucks to start a hobby. Every one of these detectors are available secondhand online. And now is the time to buy a secondhand detector. You've got the Legend coming out, which means the market is going to be flooded with simplexes. You've got the Manticore coming out, which means the Knox is going to be flooding the market. You can see this already in eBay and Craigslist and Dundee, as we call it in Ireland. If you were looking to get into the hobby, now is the time to buy a secondhand detector. Or if your budget would stretch to get a newer one under 500 bucks. Would I recommend you spend over 500 bucks if you're starting to the hobby? Not at all. JD Max, don't do that. Bear in mind, when you're starting, you need to get a scoop, you need to get a shovel, you need to get the gloves, you need to get a pinpointer, you need to get the detector itself. So starting out and starting out right will prove to be very expensive if you're going to do it right. So my suggestion is look out for one of these detectors in the secondhand markets and you'll pick it up at a steal. Ultimately, at the end of the day, no matter what detector you have, you got to walk over to find it. How many stories do you see on the papers of a hoard found with a CTX 3030? Very few, in fact. You very rarely see a hoard found with a CTX 3030. Now, how many do you see with beginner detectors? Loads. So it doesn't matter what you have. You just have to be optimistic and lucky and keep on getting out there and keep hunting. You will find something. That's it for this week. I hope you like this episode of the Metal Detecting Show podcast. Check out our website, www.themetaldetectingshow.com for this episode. Show notes. Check out our Patreon page if you want to help the podcast stay alive or just want to buy me a coffee. If you want to buy me a coffee, you can do so on buymeacoffee.com forward slash Also, if you'd like to leave me a voicemail, please do so on speakpipe.com forward slash Show. The link will be in the show notes. If you like taking your appreciation to the next level, feel free to leave me a positive review on any podcast directory of your choice. If you like this content and would like more, please don't hesitate to tell your friends and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Once again, I hope you've enjoyed this episode and we will chat to you all again next week. Get out there, eyes down, good luck. Remember, you have to walk over it and happy hunting.